previously on the campaign trail. I only happened to be Mingus Mergen first. I only happened to be the head of Chariot HNT's publishing department. I only happened to be fully prepared to sue each and every one of you who threatens my client's career. Does that answer your question? Childs, you gotta get ready for the special opening tomorrow. Chop, chop. I wanna see you there bright and early, you hear me? Yes, Mr. Mergen first. Hey, Falk, if you wanna come around the old farmhouse, that'd be cool. I'll put up a bed for you. It'll be like the old days. Yeah, they don't have this kind of stuff even in Parliament Hexagon. You know, we got, like I say, state-of-the-art, tip-top, cutting-edge magical technology we got. A bit of automation never hurt anybody. Shall we get a feedback form, Gretchen, and fill it in to say that there are no lovely barmaids and you're very disappointed? You remember a number of her adventures came from her uh, tendency to be very trusting of people and that she was very easily duped many times. I think she'd been duped into standing. Once they'd solved the child's problem, the money would be flowing even greater than before. So, that sounds to me like code for they're going to do a kill. I'd like to go to the archaeological dig. Uh, that will be tomorrow. Uh, oh, okay. in, in game. I'd like to go to. The, we've been. We're in the pub. Uh, you at the, so You're just outside like the theatre the is where we you left. Go back you. to the pub. It's been a while. Uh, to go back to the pub <laughs> and have second. Isn't that, what, <laughs> isn't that what actors do? They go to the pub. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We're actors now. We we can totally go back to the pub. Uh, okay. You go back to the yes. pub and you get some more drinks. We're resting. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Rest yourselves up. <laughs> Uh, I don't think you've taken any dam- damage or anything, so I think you're fine. No, no, uh, no, love you. We're actually, just resting. Uh, how much have you had to drink now, would you say? Falkenhoof is loaded. All right. Uh, can you make a constitution saving throw for me? <laughs> uh, oh, I might regret saying that. Um, you might remember more than that. I can't even say regret. Okay, so, that is a 12. Okay, please take the condition poisoned. Killing me here. Uh, oh man! It's the way we do drunk, basically. So you you will take okay. disadvantage going forward uh, until you take a long rest. It's the last time I'll try and make a wee joke for your D and D podcast. <laughs> we don't uh, do drugs. You still got a bit. You still got a bit of the. Uh, City to explore. Uh, would you like to head anywhere? We've not been to Woodfort yet, have we? Shall we go there? Yeah, you can head to the fort. I mean, that's what uh, I thought of. Oh. Hey. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Of. Uh, you make your way up the hill. Uh, it's fairly steep. Uh, on the way, you see again like several homeless people uh, with various uh, makeshift musical Can instruments. Can I give the homeless people some money? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, you give you give a... and, and maybe some biscuits. You give some money and biscuits, and uh, yeah, I think some people are, are quite uh, happy to to hear you. Do you also give um, some uh, <laughs> party leaflets? Always, every single yes, obviously. <laughs> Uh, biscuits and uh, propaganda. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes. Biscuits wrapped in that's propaganda. That's the name of the podcast where we talk about the campaign trail, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. uh, most of the homeless people, incidentally, uh, have some kind of makeshift musical instruments, like made out of bits of garbage and uh, bits of uh, timber and wood. Uh, so people are kind of, you know, making some sort of folk music uh, out of bits of scrap and. Uh, you know, sort of dancing around. The music's not 
brilliant, but uh, they're they're clearly enjoying themselves as best they can. Let's join in. Oh, make a performance! I roll. can do that. Um, I got on that one. That's the first <laughs> roll I've made with my new set of dice. <laughs> Uh, I think. Uh, what are you playing with? Are you playing with your new lute or your flute? My my new actually, I think I'm going to go for my flute to be to fit in a bit more. The lute can sort of you carry mm. more of the melody, whereas the flute you dance around it. Yeah, I think because you're still not quite used to uh, this is the flute you stole from Anderson. Uh, I think I think actually it bites you, uh, like uh, on, you get your finger caught in it. Oh. Uh, yeah, you get a finger caught in it, and uh, you're going to take. Uh, four points of piercing damage. Okay. And cool. your your hand is a little sore. Uh, you uh, head up the hill and you climb and you go past the giant manor house. Uh, as you're going past the manor house, you can see that there's a small crowd gathered out to that, around there. And Ooh. there is what seems to be a press conference going on. Uh, do you swing by or do you keep going? Oh, yeah. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Okay. I, I love a good press uh, conference. Uh, there's a podium that's been set up on a little stage and uh, you see some large beefy elves flanking a little gnome in a tweed suit. Uh, of course, this gnome is one you recognise. Uh, you notice a lot of uh, the um, people around in the press conference are carrying parchment and quills and various musical instruments. Uh, and the Right Honourable Sir Archibald Fletcher MP uh, is sort of finishing up a little speech. And uh, furthermore, it is my leadership and governance that has ensured the city is the highest has the highest employment rate in the country nearly a 100% employment and an economy that can't be beat virtually nobody isn't working and we are proud of what we've achieved so a vote for Fletcher is a vote for jobs thank you I will be taking questions uh, yes uh, do I have anything that I can throw at <laughs> biscuits uh, now I'm not wasting biscuits <laughs> um, I take my hat off and raise my hand uh, hello, question, question, question. Yes, you with the magnificent moustache. Ah, thank you, sir. I, I, I just wanted to know how many of these jobs are actually um, full-time permanent hours. And Yes. <laughs> well, you're, you're, you're really uh, quibbling with uh, statistics there. It's, uh, it, all that matters is that people are in work, and when people are in work, they are contributing to society and contributing to the economy. And that's what matters. That's what's important. Yes, I, I, I would endeavour to suggest that it might be more important if they're working for more than one hour a week. <laughs> oh, what a funny joke! Uh, any other questions? Uh, uh, I, I, I have a question. Yes, you over there with the feathers. No, no, no. <laughs> I have had a couple of drinks, and <laughs> oh dear, I, I can't help but notice that you, you, you set the bar and you asked for a drink. There's no bar, no bar mates. Yeah, oh, your drinks come to you through bad trees with big tentacles of wood, which shouldn't <laughs> seem possible, but somehow is. Why are all the jobs in this town automated? Surely there's more uh, nice barmaids for Falconhoof to look at. <laughs> I, 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 feel, I don't know who this Falconhoof character is. I've never heard of him. Um, well, I think we're creating 
better jobs, for a better future. These these uh, automations they are making life simpler and uh, more efficient. And uh, you know the the cost of maintaining uh, the automated magical tree system is uh, far far lower than the cost of uh, paying for you know dozens of barmaids and bartenders. And uh, you know it's it's all about uh, improving the economy. The, the company that runs uh, the Yellow Tree Inn, for example, uh, has they have seen their profits soar through the roof. I, I met with the CEO just the other day, and uh, he's bought a third yacht, can you believe? And all thanks to the automated system. Mm. It really is improving But, but where's, where, where's the heart? Where did all the barmaids uh, it's, go? I believe it's uh, behind Where do you put a lock? A, a lo- Where do you put a yacht? Isn't this landlocked? Uh, well, he doesn't live here, obviously. <laughs> lives, Where did all the barmaids in, uh, go? What do they do now? In Danamar, or somewhere like that. Uh, I have jobs elsewhere, better jobs, uh, more more reliable jobs. Are these the jobs that you've provided? Yes, yes. I'm, so, I'm, are these what? jobs in the tree mine? Well, the tree mine is. I'm glad you brought that up. Thank you. It's uh, the the tree mine is one of our proudest achieve, achieve, achievements. Achievements. Oh God! It's uh, we we've really uh, revolutionised uh, the whole tree mine industry, and I can promise you this: that there will be more government contracts for the tree mine. I, I like I say, I met with the CEO, uh, who happens to be the same CEO as it happens. Uh, uh, of the tree mine, and uh, he was most delighted with my promises of uh, more money for the uh, local industry there. And uh, you, you'll see that uh, we'll bring in more automation there as well. And, and... I, I'd like to ask the dishonourable gentleman um, <laughs> about working conditions in the tree mine, uh, because I have heard that, that working in the tree mine is, is very hard, that people are on these contracts where they only work one hour a week, maybe, or they don't get paid. Uh, the people are, are working until they collapse. That they're following around, followed around by little robots that that report on them if they sit down for a minute. <laughs> uh, do we not think that this is just a terrible, terrible working conditions for people? And wouldn't it be better to employ people full time with the sensible unionised jobs, uh, with worker protection, decent healthcare, and a pension? Here, yeah, yeah. uh, It mm-hmm. sounds like you've been talking to. Gorm and the unionists. Well, the unions bring down people's working hours. Unions only ever disrupt a working uh, life. You know, you, you can't get any work done if there's a union breathing down your neck. You know, and they 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 stifle productivity. They stifle. Uh, 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 profits and uh, well, well, we would, just wouldn't have as many yachts as we would if we had more unions. Uh, I think there's uh, how, how many yachts do the people who work in the tree mine own between them? Well, I think you'll find that uh, the tree mine itself has helped pay for at least five yachts. Yes, but the possession. I fail to see how that's relevant. Uh, <clears throat> uh, can you make an intimidation check, Tilda? Oh, me. Tilda's very Ooh, scary. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm cross with this man. I do not like him. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not very intimidating, though. That is seven. Okay, he's not very intimidated. Uh, he just, well, I don't think he, would be. <laughs> he, he look he looks kind of smug and says, "I think that's enough for our questions for now." And good day to you all. And remember, a vote for Fletcher is a vote for the future. Thank you. A vote for Does Fletcher it... is a vote for a man who murders halflings. It doesn't even mm. rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't rhyme. <laughs> uh, but he does seem quite pleased with himself as he, he moves up. And uh, 
the the two sort of big burly elves give you all a kind of uh, a glower and uh, crack their knuckles in your general direction uh, before following uh, the MP out. Uh, some of the uh, other uh, bards and reporters uh, they give you a bit of a side eye, and uh, uh, one of them comes up to you and, so, uh, and says, uh, "Well, uh, hmm, you asked some pretty uh, hard hitting questions there. Uh, who do you work for? Do you want to guess?" Hmm, uh, by your look, my good bard, I'd say the BBC, the best bard company. <clears throat> I'm glad I still have it. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'm uh, Miranda Kirkland of the Elfin Times. Uh, so uh, what do you think of the old, uh, the old fable party, eh? Putting up a celebrity candidate. <laughs> I, think, I think a celebrity candidate would be considerably better for the economy and the workers of this town than... That chap who was just on the stage there, whose name is Fletcher. Yeah. As, as long as long as it's the the right celebrity. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> can't just have yes. any old no, celebrity no, no, no. Yes, running. Yes. No, no, you've got you've got to have a you celebrity can't have who, the... has, who has cachet and the following. Not not just the guy who hosts Homes Under the Hammer. <laughs> well, oh, yes, well, it's look, a... I needed the money. Okay. <laughs> oh. oh. Uh, so many hammers. So you're a journalist. Yes. So, so what would you say to um, perhaps investigating whether or not Lord Fletchery Fletcher um, is in fact responsible for driving out local villagers in order to expand his holdings? Uh, she looks slightly worried for a minute because, oh, I, uh, I wouldn't um, want to. Uh, she starts looking over her shoulder and goes, uh, I, I wouldn't. It that's, would uh, be quite a scoop. It could make uh, your name. Oh, you could even open an ice cream parlour. Uh, can you? I have two can words. Insight check. <laughs> I have two words for you, Miranda. Prime time. Well, uh, well, it's a little more. Um, <laughs> also, yeah? should you be interested in pursuing uh, the exploits of Sir Fletcher? Um, we may also be able to get you an exclusive interview with a celebrity. Oh? oh but... As like a bonus. Hmm. Uh, can you make a persuasion check? Oh, I hope my persuasion is better than my intimidation today. <laughs> uh... <laughs> that one. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> she goes, oh, sorry, I, I, I can't talk to you about this. She's talking about very dangerous things. Uh, Goodbye, goodbye. And she like flicks up her collars and uh, sort of hurries away, uh, looking uh, quite frightened as she goes. Mm. If I had a gold piece for every journalist who has refused to interview me. <laughs> oh, how many gold pieces you? would you have? Eight. Mm. <laughs> I'll get you one more drink. How many gold Good idea. She reminds me of a journalist I once knew. Oh, what was her name? Lorna? Mm. <laughs> mm, mm. Mm. Anyway, mm. yes. Uh, you are headed to <laughs> the uh, wooden fortress. Uh, it is, as its name would suggest, a f- tall fortress made entirely out of wood. Uh, large timbers that make up the walls are about as wide as two of you standing abreast, and the turrets above are about so two. Two of us or two of them? Uh, two of the bigger uh, members of the party, <laughs> let's say. Um, there's not a lot of activity around, and you're not challenged as you pass under the portcullis into a small courtyard. Uh, you do see a couple of soldiers around, but uh, they look kind of worn out and uh, exhausted. Uh, one of them is sat by a table, 
kind of nodding uh, while across from them you see a small figure in a hood uh, who is dealing cards to them. Uh, uh, what would you like to do? Hmm. Um, I'd like to go and join in this game of cards. Uh, okay, you come and sit down, and uh, the guard kind of goes, huh? mm, uh, I'm I'm working, it's fine. Yeah, I didn't fall asleep. I've never fallen I'm asleep just... in my entire life. Mm. I know what you mean. <laughs> oh, oh, you're not. Oh, sorry, I thought you might be the uh, the, 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 the sergeant. Um, sorry, I've been on a quite a long shift, I'm afraid. I uh, There's nobody else working the guard jobs, you see. Most of the doors are all automated but I have to do all the marching up and down all around the perimeter of the city all by myself. I hope you have good boots for that job. But I haven't worn boots in years. I'm an elf you see. Uh, So yeah you wanted to join in our card game perhaps. Yes uh, yes. I'm afraid this uh, old old goblin here has almost cleaned me out. Oh well uh, I'll, I'll pay for you to let me in for a round if you'll let me in. Uh, as you say this, the um, person in the hood looks up and says, Now, I recognise you. Yes, you were down in Barrow of Furnace, weren't you? You came with that old Gorlax, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, you remember me? And she pulls back her hood and you recognise it's the old crone from the old crone zone. Oh, good lord. From the old crone zone. <laughs> Wow, I wasn't there for that. No, you were. (laughs) She's still wearing my trousers. Oh, yes, they're good trousers. Now, you want a game of Pocoronos? It's my favourite game. Yeah, absolutely. How do I play? What are you doing here, Crone? I thought Crones were only allowed in the zone. Well, I've expanded my zone somewhat, (laughs) and I uh, decided to take my show on the road, as it were. Uh, I was in um, I was in old uh, Northport a few weeks ago, which uh, I heard you were there as well, but you didn't uh, come to where I was, and so we didn't meet there. <laughs> <laughs> oh. ah. Sounds like Similarly, I was in Magnus Rock back. <laughs> how, 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 how unserendipitous. Never mind. Yes, it was, yes. Uh, but you just happened to have run into me this time. What are the and, odds? Uh, yeah. Oh well, talking well, about well, apparently, we've missed her twice. Five hundred and thirty-two <laughs> to one, something like that. So, how about this? Uh, I've got my old eternal wisdom, and you've got some um, money. Yeah. How about we uh, play a game? And uh, if I win, you uh, give me some uh, money, and uh, if you win, then I'll give you some important answers to some important questions that you might have. How do you feel about that? Fuck yes. I, I'm wondering if we can get a, a kind of backdate on important answers to important questions from various other places <laughs> that we've missed you. <laughs> nope, sorry, it doesn't work like that. Oh, <laughs> oh well. Uh, so, Dareth, you're playing. Yes. Uh, do you want to roll a d20? Again? I will roll a d20. Do I add anything well, to I this? Well, I got two. No. Uh, I just got two... I got a 16. Okay, so you win this hand of Pocoronos. Uh, and uh, the old crone says, Okay then, feel free to ask me any question that you would like an answer to. Mm, do I ask something about the party or do I ask something else? Do you know anything about my brother? Ooh, interesting. Uh... 
Okay. Uh, she looks at you and goes, Your brother, Jonic was his name, right? Mm-hmm. Mm, musical lad. Mm-hmm. Travelled the world, I seem to think. I, his death certificate was handed in a few years ago, but uh, I fear there were some uh, inconsistencies there. But then again, there have been a lot of inconsistencies in the whole death certificate business of late. If you see the old, uh, well, the records office in the city of Gambler's Grave, you'll notice that there are a lot of discrepancies there. Uh, that's as much as you're going to get out of her on that. Uh, mm. Do you want to... Does anybody else want to play? Oh, I'll play. Okay. Do you want to roll a d20? And I will roll. Oh, 18. Oh, six, 16. Okay. Okay. You, it's, yeah, you, you win just. And uh, the, the old crone goes, ah, bugger. All right. Ask a question. Is Archibald Fletcher responsible for the destruction of my village? Um, she looks you in the eye and goes, mm, not personally. He did benefit financially, but uh, only in the sense that he snapped up the land after it had been uh, bedraggled, shall we say, by the uh, by the, the clerics of Thatch. Okay. Uh, anyone else? Yes. I, I would like oh. to go. Oh, uh, Fulton. No, 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 Nineteen. Okay, yeah, you get to ask a question. I'm having a real bad run of luck here. (laughs) (laughs) What would possess my good friend Jamie Childs to run in an election? She got a call from someone she believed to be Al-Zarkadir. Now, what you have to remember is in this city, there are people who are very good at acting. And people who are very good at doing impersonations. Huh. I knew it. Uh, mm. Pelicos, yes. do you want to go? Yes. Let's... Don't ask her whether that hat looks good on you. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Wait, are you reading my mind? Uh, oh, bloody hell. Eight. Ooh, not twenty. Okay. Uh, yeah, go ahead and ask her. <laughs> yes. Oh. Bugger, I won. Um, <laughs> right. Um, yes. Um, oh. Not a question about fashion. No, 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 no. I'm trying not to ask questions about fashion. <laughs> I really am trying to ask, not ask. Is that why you're struggling with your questions? Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, um, what's with the warlock? The warlock? Oh, you mean the one you've been impersonating? Uh, yes. Malzar. Name rings a bell, doesn't it? Um, he was, uh, they were uh, a well-known academic who left their university in disgrace many hundreds of years ago. They wandered the world developing new theories of necromancy. They have uh, been known to change their face throughout the years. But whether they are still alive and still around, that's another question I... Hmm. When I try to see them, I can't quite 
get there. There's something in the way. Hmm. You ask very difficult questions, Mr. Pelicos. Uh, well, you know, there's a knack. <laughs> well, you seem to have cleared me out. Well, I hope to meet you again in the next constituency. <laughs> How could we have cleared you out of your infinite knowledge? <laughs> That's a question, I don't think she's going to answer. Oh! I, I can't answer the question, sorry. <laughs> You've had all your answers for today. Uh, Remember that question, we'll ask you next time. Uh, so, the sun is uh, just about to start setting. Uh, what would you like, guys like to do in terms of where would you like to sleep? Because uh, you were offered uh, a place by uh, Jamie, who offered you uh, a... Um, a, a, a place in her farmhouse uh, or you could try and get rooms at the Yellow Tree Inn or what would you like to do? I think we should go to Jamie's I'm feeling rustic. Farmhouse sounds good. Yeah, it's probably good to speak to Jamie. Okay. Yes. So, oh, well, I, 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 and you know me, I follow the crow. Do you? Stand out from the crow. Uh, on yes. the outskirts of the city, you follow a dirt path that meanders towards a wide open field of furrowed lines. Uh, some farm tools laid out around the fence with little captions next to them, uh, listed as tools that belonged to the child's family before they were killed by Thatcher's clerics. Uh, you see something in the field uh, under a tall, gnarled weeping willow. Uh, the weeping willow looks dead and looms over a dried river. Uh, Falconhoof, this is very familiar to you, as this was the site of the great showdown that you and Jamie had against the Dark Prime Minister. And uh, you can see uh, the very spot where a monument has been built in Blackstone, on the very spot where Jamie thrust the crystal sword through the heart of the Dark Prime Minister. I didn't uh, know the Dark Prime Minister had a heart. <laughs> well, the space where a heart ought to have been. <laughs> uh, indeed, there's a picture carved onto this monument of uh, the young Jamie dealing this uh, fatal blow. And there in the corner, just below, you can see a tiny little falcon hoof with a boomerang in hand. Uh, hey, I made it! At the uh, north end of the field, there is a small cottage uh, with a warm light glowing within. Uh, as you approach, there are several little stalls uh, with uh, Jamie-related merchandise on them. Uh, the action figures are sold out, uh, <laughs> uh, but there is a, there's another statue, the statue of Jamie and Falconhoof, and their, their old mentor, Professor Clever, who was tragically killed in the climax of Book Twelve. Uh, young Falconhoof and Jamie kind of have their arms around each other. They're uh, they're looking sort of jovial and happy about their adventures. Over the door, there is a sign that says, The Jamie Childs Museum of Heroics and Adventure. <laughs> Two GPs for adults, one GP for children. Babies go free. Uh, there's an automated uh, gate in front of the door that shivers, and you see a ghastly face appear that says, The museum is currently closed. Our opening times are 9am until 6.30pm. Our customer support line is open 24-7. Can can we come in anyway? (laughs) And who might you be? Friends? This isn't a speak, friend and enter situation, I'm afraid. Uh, Oh, thought it was worth a try. (laughs) Allow me, allow me. Hello, door. It is me, Falkenhoof. You may... Remember me from many items, I would hope, in this exhibit. Uh, make a persuasion check. Uh, 19. Okay. Uh, nods and goes, 
Yes, I do recognize you. Hmm. Miss Childs left a message that you were to be, <clears throat> quote, given the grooviest and most spectacular and funkiest room we have in the house. Uh, I, I, oh! We tried to make well. it as groovy and funky as possible. Uh, the bed may be full of glitter. Uh, that sounds incredible! <laughs> it may be somewhat uncomfortable. Uh, the uh, sort of uh, shimmering gate uh, vanishes and the door swings open. Uh, you head into the museum. Nice work, sir. <laughs> that's, that's lovely. Look at this. Uh, yeah, you see uh, many exhibits in cases uh, there and banners on the ceiling that are sort of signposts to various artifacts and the toilets uh there are the legendary items of gilgamesh and uh, there are the uh the helm of black glass and the shield of really cool metal uh and then there is a set of armor that you notice pelicos uh because it is absolutely ghastly uh the armor is um there's a breastplate of bright pink with purple and white stripes, van braces of red and blue that shine with rubies, a set of foot guards that are yellow and black striped, and a cloak of patchwork. Is Pelicos uh, like crying with joy at this point? I'm, I'm, I'm admiring it. <laughs> it's it's very uh, striking. It's all very it's, colourful. It is quite hypnotic. Uh, Tilda, can you make a history check for me? With advantage, because oh, you've read the a, books. With advantage. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, ten. Okay, you recognise these as the coloured armours of Kuldatrom, and uh, they appeared briefly in uh, one of the quite early books, and uh, you know them to have the special um, power that uh, they uh, shrink or grow to fit uh, whoever is wearing them, so they can fit uh, halflings Ooh. or uh, humans. Can I try one more? Uh, they are behind a glass case at the moment. Bump. <laughs> That's disappointing. Uh, you've got a museum to explore. Uh, there doesn't seem to be anybody around, though. Uh, Have the glass cases got alarms on them? Uh, make an investigation check. Okie dokie. Five. Uh, you can't see any alarms on them. Okay. I, I wouldn't go break them. Just go around smashing things up. No, not yet. <laughs> Maybe later. I mean, you do have a rogue in your midst. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Can you unlock the cases? Um, I don't know. Should, Would you want... Don't you not want to wear that kind of thing? Thing. It, it would look very fetching. Yeah, go really nice with the hat. Um, hmm, do you think so? Oh, I know so. Oh, for sure. Wow. I um, once did a three-day internship with the BBC's fashion um, reporting team. <laughs> I definitely know so. Um, expert opinion for me. Let me have a look at that case. Okay. Uh, make a yeah. Make your your thieves tool check, which is your dex plus uh, proficiency. Dex plus proficiency. Well, that's plus six any rate. So eighteen. Okay, yeah, you managed to click open the case with the uh, the colourful armour, uh, but you managed to disarm the alarm before it goes off. And uh, you now have uh, the colourful armour of Caldatron, uh, which will add... It, it will make, if you wear it, 
your AC will be uh, 13 plus your charisma modifier. Right. Uh, I don't know how that compares to your current AC. Um, There's no point uh, me wearing it because it would be exactly the same. That's what I was saying. <laughs> what was it? It's 13, 13 plus, plus your plus, charisma modifier. Yeah. Let me just do some math. 13 plus charisma modifier. That would be a pretty notable improvement for me. But could Dareth bear to wear? No. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I love the way there wasn't even any discussion of that. Nope. nope. Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm... Are you sure not? You'd look like Dave Stardust or Reg John or, you know, one Do of you those know fab- any rock stars, Tilda? <laughs> I am torn. I heard of Dave Stardust? <laughs> yeah. I am very torn. Oh, poor, this is, this we, is uh, Pelicos' great had, character like, arc here. You know, pop <laughs> yeah, music in my village, which was burned and destroyed. <laughs> okay, I'll drop it. I, am I greater than the armor? Oh dear! <laughs> you can put it in your bag for and uh, decide later if you wish. I put it back on its stand, but I leave the case unlocked. Okay, cool. Uh, do you, uh, let's let's kind of streamline this a little bit. Can you all make investigation checks for me as you're kind of looking around the <clears> museum? <throat> um, you're not having it. Go away. <laughs> Clear off. Was that Ursula? Yes. There are two Ursulas in here. One of them is under the bed digging a hole and the other one is trying to steal the chocolate I've just been given. <laughs> what were we doing, sorry? Investigation. Oh, investigation. Investigation. Uh, Nine. Uh, that's, that's 18 it's for Falconhoof. 14. 14. 13. 13. Okay, uh, Tilda, you find a lot of uh, fan art from Ooh. local kids. Uh, and Did I do any of this? Good. Uh, they seem quite recent. Oh. These are these are fairly recent ones. Uh, they're quite good. Uh, there's a few sculptures and models that fans have sent in. Uh, the uh, some one of them sort of drawn in crayon is a nice picture of Jamie and Falcon Hoof. And, I like uh, that one. It says uh, by um, a kid named Mulkalexazire or some some elvish oh. like that. That's uh, that's it, just cruel. That's child abuse. Uh, Age four hundred eighty-seven. Falcon, um, look at you! <laughs> oh, Isn't it well, look cute? at that wee nipper's picture. Look at your fluffy little wings. <laughs> Pelicos, you find you, you head upstairs and you find a office space, uh, and you find some letters that have been um, drawn up, and you find one. Uh, it's a letter from somebody named gorm the head of the workers union who has asked jamie for a meeting to talk about wages and working conditions uh uh dareth hello uh, you in the same room you find some um policy ideas that uh, jamie has been working on including a plan to break up the magical monopoly in the city mm-hmm, uh, like although it. um you recognize uh, some of the handwriting is this uh, of this as um uh the handwriting is significantly different on this um, to some of the other mm. uh, policies that are on there. Uh, there's one policy on um, more books being sold in more places, uh, which looks in a much more uh, steady hand, and whereas this one is a much more free and sparkly hand done in sparkly pen. Um, I like the pen. I want you... to know where the pen came from. <laughs> I-, I want to vote for anybody who says more books in more places. 
Uh, Falconhoof, you find uh, a letter that purports to be from Alzar, that is the letter asking Jamie to stand, uh, along with a magic mirror number for her to call. Uh, it's dated about two months ago. Uh, and when you show, show this to the rest of uh, the party, you, you've you called Alzar a few times, and this number that they've been given does not match Alzar's uh, magic mirror number. Would we recognise Alzar's handwriting? Uh, I think you possibly... Yeah, I think you would, yes. <clears throat> can uh, I can I break character just yes. momentarily? Uh, I've forgotten who Alzar is. Oh, Alzar is the... Uh, <laughs> She's the campaign director. She's, She's the sweary Scottish boss. lady. <laughs> She's quite. How did I forget? She's Perfect. Definitely okay. not a female Malcolm Tucker. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, um, so, if we would recognise her handwriting, can we see if this? You know, would we be able to tell if this letter was actually from her? Yeah. Um, how many? Can, how many swears has it got in it? <laughs> Very few. Oh, it doesn't uh, sound likely. Make, make an uh, insight check then. Oh. For... <laughs> Four. Okay, it seems legit to you. Actually, I'll give you advantage. I'll let you all in because oh, you okay. already kind of have your suspicions. Twenty-one. Okay, yeah. Uh, you notice several things. Like, firstly, this is not Alzar's handwriting. Uh, also, it's not written in blood, so you kind of are. You know that this is definitely not from the real Alzar. Does she usually write her letters in blood? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's been known to happen. Her, her own or other people's? I mean, that's a question you've never wanted to, to have. have <laughs> it's quite to. likely that it would be other people's. <laughs> Think of the interns. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think, yeah, I think that's that's as much as you get from your little investigations there. And you uh, head off to the um, the super fancy uh, room that you've been assigned. Uh, which, the funky room. The funky room, the funky groovy room, which has a disco ball uh, up ahead. There's like uh, banners and uh, conf- uh, not confetti. Well, there is confetti everywhere. Confetti and glitter. Uh, I think as, as you open the door, confetti kind of like spurts out <gasps> around you. There, there is. Um, you can't see my face. My face service. is like does not work on the podcast. But I'm kind of going. Ah! <laughs> uh, the beds are just covered in glitter. Uh, oh dear! It. <laughs> it's going to be itchy, uh, and it's going to get in your you undergarments. You don't want to know where this glitter's going. Oh. <laughs> uh, I think you take you take a, a long rest. So Falcon, if you are no longer poisoned. <laughs> <laughs> you are maybe slightly hungover. Um, a little. Well, that better not be another disadvantage. No, no, no. You're just a little groggy in the morning. Okay, uh, I think you fine. all have a have a shower in the morning to get the glitter off. I've got uh, glitter in crevices. Out, I didn't know I had. It turns out mm-hmm. that the shower gel is also incredibly glittery. You it's see the state glittery. of a bath after a lush bath bombs in, and there that is definitely <laughs> compared to the state of the shower. I have a complaint. <laughs> oh no! This is not water. Is glitter. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we all feel very low. far. It's like one of those sandblasters, but with glitter. <laughs> a dry shower. Yeah, it really wakes you up, though. <laughs> uh, so you uh, have some breakfast uh, in a uh, makeshift dining room. Um, well, I'm, you not, see some I'm not very happy music. because the glitter is kind of falling out of my hair and into my breakfast when I'm eating it. 
Yeah, what kind of breakfast do you... You've, you've got quite a lot of food in here, because, you know, Jamie's fairly wealthy, and uh, the, the cupboards are basically stacked with uh, whatever you would like for breakfast. So what kind of things do you reckon you All get? of it. All of it. <laughs> uh, I think Falkenhoof would love a, a, a couple of croissants. Yeah. Um, so, sans glitter. <laughs> now, glitter's not an option. Glitter is just, you know, it's kind of embedded in everything that we now. do now, yes. <laughs> Uh, there is some uh, Nutella and toast if Dareth is after that. How do you know? <laughs> uh, what's Pelicos's breakfast of choice? Um, uh, uh, dark yeast flavoured um, extract on toast, really? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um, that might uh, mar your uh, progress. No. no. <laughs> Breakfast of kings. <laughs> Food of gods. Uh, uh, I, I'm having everything except that. <laughs> Do you not class uh, it as food? Well, no, obviously I don't class it as food. I mean, it was knitted by the guy from the Smiths, so I'm not going to eat it. <laughs> it is black gold. <laughs> this is the first. Looks like big, something uh, that's been scraped out of the, the tree, mine. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, it is the next morning, so uh, you have your appointment with the um, uh, the archaeologist, and also you know that Jamie is doing a uh, an op- a special opening of a new shaft uh, here in the tree mine. Uh, so I assume you'd like to head off to the tree mines. Is is Jamie at the farm? Because uh, no, she's I feel like not. I would be she's not yeah. because it'd be very impolite to just stay at our house and then leave without saying hello. Especially yeah. after but I ate all her food. Exactly. And we tried look around. There was no sign of her uh, last night, uh, which you you find strange because she invited you over and said it would be like old times, and you kind of expected her to be there, and uh, she wasn't. Yeah, so Falkenhoof in old times. So exactly like old times. (laughs) Bug her off and do other things and leave you on your own. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like old times. <laughs> uh, so you uh, approach the mines via the sort of dirt road that uh, goes up towards it. It's rough and e- uneven, and the trail is heavily walled down by lots of root use. But you do see kind of like a magical uh, twinkle about it, as uh, some sort of spell is knitting the road back together. Uh, you see some large carts trundling towards you from the tree mine. Uh, they are piled high with uh, trees, but you notice that the trees are tiny and there are just hundreds of thousands of them all piled in. Uh, the horses are pretty big, though. The horses are like almost gigantic horses. And they, and they are kind of tearing up the road as they uh, thunder past you. Um, you get a little closer and uh, there is a massive gate uh, blocking you off from the uh, main entrance to the mines. Uh, the high fence with twisted steel and beyond the fence uh, you can see a large hill of pale grass uh, there are two buildings with slanted roofs and uh, magical smoke coming out of them and you also see some large metal silos uh, like you know like sort of grain silos those kind of things um, uh, there is a little guard hut to your left uh, and with a, with a porch, and sat on this porch uh, is an old elf woman with a cla- clipboard who looks up at you uh, and says, uh, "All right, um, who are you lot? Archaeology students. Oh, oh, you're here for the um, yes, uh, yes, uh, Professor, yeah, yeah, him, yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, she flicks through her notes and goes, um, what were your names? Um, well, Can you all make a perception check for me? <laughs> oh, ooh, I'm really perceptive. Uh, 14. 21. 14. 12. Uh, 19. Okay. Again, I'm getting a lot of 19s today. Uh, Falconhoof and Dereth, uh, through the window of the guard hut, you can see there's a little uh, cork board with posters put up on it. And amongst those posters, you see a... Uh, do not allow entry sign above a picture of the four of you. Oh. Ah. oh great. I would like uh, to... One second, one second. Please keep going while I figure out if I can do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, this uh, person is looking through the notes and it's just... Sort of, uh, what were your names again? I am Jimmy Chambers. <laughs> <laughs> Make a deception check. <laughs> oh, a panic there. Um, <laughs> that is a natural twenty, my friends. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, this person just goes. Yeah, that name rings. A- Oh yeah, I see you there. Okay, yeah. You're supposed to be doing something down in section 23, uh, I think. Yeah, so yeah. That is correct, yes. My entourage behind me. Hi. Uh, She looks at you all kind of suspiciously and goes, something, uh, well, you do seem familiar. But I think with a natural 20, she just kind of goes, yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, but, uh, you know, just uh, stay out of the way of the clean-up crew. They're heading down to, you know, there's been a bit of a leak from uh, from the old um, contamination. Um, so, you know, just stay away from the cleaning crew. They're a bit uh, bit touchy these days. Uh, just uh, as long as you don't go anywhere near Section 28, you'll be fine. Um, we shall go nowhere near Section 28. Isn't that right? Yes, we that's, shall go that's, nowhere near Section 28. Yes. That's absolutely right, Excellent. Jamie Childs. <laughs> Fantastic. A good entourage. <laughs> uh, yes, okay. So I thought this would go on for a lot longer. Okay. Uh, you, the gate swings open and uh, you head in uh, into the sort of work site beyond. Uh, there are a couple of, couple of foot-worn paths leading hither and thither, uh, but generally the place is, you know, covered in grass with just that hint of forest piney smell um you see the sort of main traffic heads towards these slanted buildings and there are little railway tracks with those uh, like mine carts sitting on them uh oh, there's a sign like designates them, them. <laughs> oh, a sign designates like a them as the preparation the preparation plant this is called and like i say you can see magical smoke rising from the chimney uh, you can see that the mine carts, uh, one set of tracks has fully loaded carts, the other set has empty carts. So the empty carts are going into the mine and the fully loaded ones are coming out. Uh, uh, to your right, you see the massive silos that have the word tree silos written on them and they've got like lids and like walkways between them. Um, people with clipboards walking up and down. Uh, where would you like to go? I, I think the obvious answer to that is, uh, Section 28. Okay. Yeah, Section 28, surely, we're all agreed. <laughs> uh, you see that the um, the preparation plant is labelled as Section 5, uh, uh, and the, um, the the silos are 
labelled as Section 2. So you can't see a Section 28 around here at the moment. Hmm. It's hiding from us. It's obviously further away if this this is like a low number section. Where was the uh, professor going to be with his archaeology? Um, dig. I can't remember if he said. I don't think he told you. Oh, How are we supposed to be here oh, if he didn't tell us where he's Useless. Somewhere inside the mine, presumably. Mm. Okay, where's Jamie supposed to be? Opening a new shaft somewhere in the mine as well. Uh, you are currently sort of on the surface level, and the mine is, as mines are wont to be, underground. <laughs> <sighs> I suppose we should go underground? <laughs> yes. I get my loot out, yes. and I start just like... <laughs> Plucking, going underground as we walk along. <laughs> as we walk along. Check. Check. As we walk along overground. <laughs> We're waddling I've, free. I've got an 18 there. Uh, okay, yeah, it's pretty good. I clap. <laughs> um, I think with this, I'm going to give you some bardic inspiration to keep up your okay. ruse, um, Falcon Hoof. Okay, yeah. You... Brian, I will need that. I've been not actually used bardic inspiration on this show. <laughs> Once, to my knowledge, I think. I have think you not? It's okay. I, 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 I have done three episodes now, and I only just worked out last week that I'm actually a monk. So <laughs> you're fine. I thought you were some kind of penguin. <laughs> so did I. Well, you're a penguin monk. <laughs> uh, Penguins okay, can so, be monks too. It was 2019. Yeah. Uh, you head to where the you, you can see the. Um, the minecarts going in and out uh, of the sort of preparation plant bit. Uh, it's a large building with a sloping roof and a few chimneys that uh, belch magical smoke into the air. Uh, the walls are made of, again, like large tree st- stems with humongous double doors that uh, swing open. And you see rank upon rank of work tables and conveyor belts with small cranes and other equipment. Uh, there are people up and down the work areas, some with sort of uh, little magic wands who are tapping some trees that are coming down the conveyor belt and uh, they uh, tap the trees and they shimmer with light and then uh, a little uh, machine dumps what looks like some weird ooze on it's not the ooze sorry it's just kind of an oozy liquid and uh, as soon as it hits them the trees shrink to a very tiny size uh, and then the trees are piled up uh, onto little mine carts that head off and load them into trucks uh, as hmm. you uh, this is uh, very strange uh, as you come in, uh, some people look up and they see you, Falconhoof, and some and uh, people start whispering, "Oh, yeah, who, who's this here? I recognise him from somewhere. What's going on here? Uh, what would you like to do?" Um, I, I, I don't know whether I should double down on being <laughs> Jamie Childs. Um, oh, you totally should. But I feel, <clears throat> I feel like for the sense of telling an entertaining story, Falconhoof <laughs> doubles down <laughs> on being Jamie Childs. Uh, okay. Uh, do you just, like, declare this to people? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think in, in proper Falcon Hoof style, I just stand there with my arms on my chest, just saying, It is I, Jimmy Childs! Uh, make another deception check. <laughs> and use the bardic inspiration. Oh, yeah, you've got your bardic inspiration. <laughs> Add 1d6. Uh, 1d6, yeah. 1d6. Um, that is 7. Plus your roll. Plus your d20, plus your deception. Uh, yes, that is that is seven. Seven altogether? Oh, oh god. Yeah. Oh no. You have inspiration. Okay. You can. Oh, wait. Roll with wait, 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 wait. Hang on. Sorry. Sorry. I take that back. Uh, 
adding my sort of deception modifier, which I forgot about, that's nine. <laughs> Still, I think. Uh, you see one elf with a moustache, which is very unusual for elves, uh, comes up uh, as this, this commotion is going on and people are kind of pointing and say, that's not Jamie Childs, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's the other one. What's going on? This is ridiculous. And uh, this elf <laughs> with a moustache goes, all right, section three, enough chit-chat. What's going on here? Not being distracted from your work. I, uh, you, well, you're not supposed to be here, Mr. Um, Mr. Morgan first gave very clear instructions. So, you think you can break into our facility, Mr. Falcon Floof? No, nobody said break anything it. about we breaking just, into our facility. We walked in. We were allowed in. How did you get past the gates? The the, the guard recognised me as Falcon Hoof, as everybody else has, and said, well, Falcon Hoof, he is a trustworthy person. Uh, he, he shall be let in. <laughs> also, he told a very funny joke about him being Jamie Childs, which I enjoyed. And he seems like the sort of person that should come into the mine. Make a persuasion check. <laughs> I am just going through this game by the skin of my teeth. Um, I don't think you've got teeth, you're a penguin. <laughs> uh... Would you believe me if I said that was in that 20? Ooh, okay. Uh, yeah, he goes, hmm, they are all fans around here. Uh, well, if you must come... What are you doing here? What do you want? Well, I, I, as you know, I am very good friends with Jamie Child. Do you remember that funny joke <laughs> I told earlier when I said I was Jamie Child? Anyway, as you know, I'm a good friend of Jamie Child's. I wanted to support her uh, as she did her... Shaft, um, Yes, that's the one. Thank you. Well, I, I really shouldn't, but you did roll a natural 20, so... <laughs> oh, go on. Go on. <sighs> Fine, okay, right. There's a right, there's basically two ways down. You can go down in the um minecart so you can Yes, uh, that one t- or the, there is also an elevator, but uh, yes, if you want to take the mi- minecarts, okay, fine. If you <laughs> you must take the minecarts. Uh okay, you Can are... I drive the minecart? Yes, you are Can let's... I drive the minecart like Gretchen does? I have a bad <laughs> feeling about this. being as gay as Gretchen does whenever she's driving. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you head to these minecarts, uh, and uh, they are yeah they they can hold two human sized people each in each little um what are they called a little car shall we say yeah. uh, they're made from wood with metal frames yeah. and metal wheels etc etc uh, at the head there's a tiny little Thomas it's, Tank it's Engine like the style face the front has a little tiny Thomas the Tank Engine style face thing that uh, is quite unsettling. Uh, they're piled by some sort of magical engine that uh, propels them along the track. Uh, uh, in the front compartment, there is a little stabilising uh, rod and uh, a brake. Uh, and uh, at the back is just kind of a, you know, just like a passenger car almost. Uh, so who would like to go in the front and who wants to go in the back? I'll, hey, I'll do back. Okay. Um... Well, I'll go in the front. Somebody's got okay. to calm down the half. Uh, all right. <laughs> this is going to be fun. <laughs> okay. Uh, as the car trundles towards the entrance, uh, you look back at the uh, the elf with the, the moustache, the section leader person, uh, and as you're going, you see that a sly smile spreads across his face, and he gives a signal to somebody next to him who pulls out 
a rather threatening looking magic wand and jumps into the next car and uh, as you disappear into the darkness you hear him say no survivors <gasps> I, I have a very da, da, bad feeling about this Trail was written and produced by Joel Corner. It starred Aim Phoenix as Dareth Moonbeam, Stephen Poor as Pelicos Severius, and Joanne Hall as Tilda Northwanderer. Falcon Hoof was played by Chris Beatty. The theme music is The News Team by Dr. Hollywood. Additional music credits are in the episode description. You can follow The Campaign Trail at thecampaigntrail.co.uk, on Twitter at thecampaigncast, on facebook.com forward slash campaigncast, at soundcloud.com forward slash joel corner, that's j-o-e-l hyphen c-o-r-n-a-h, and at joelcorner.com. In next week's episode, it's a minecart chase, a mysterious archaeological dig, and some dark secrets to be unveiled. Until then, go back to your constituencies and prepare for adventure.